0: Today's episode is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. To learn more, visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. The appraisal crunch. Reverse mortgage originators are feeling it, and here's why. And our monthly Reverse Market Insight Market Minute with John McHugh. And U.S. Homes' existing sales fell for the first time in over a year. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of September 27th. You're listening to Hack'em World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage profession. Appraisals across the mortgage market from forward on through reverse are facing a bind. And that bind has resulted in much tighter levels of availability for appraisers themselves, as well as inflated turn times. In prices for a necessary component of the mortgage process, writes Chris Clow in Reverse Mortgage Daily. Reverse originators are arguably exposed to these same difficulties. According to interviews with reverse mortgage professionals conducted by Reverse Mortgage Daily, data has emerged and documented about a general shortage of appraisers themselves. Setting up a very clear expectation from the offset is how we have been helping clients understand everything going on, says Omar Anabi, co-founder and branch manager with reverse mortgage lender NCAR, based in Orange, California. We never promise something that is outside of our control, and we explain to the client how the appraisers are independent contractors selected from or by an appraisal management company. Now, NCAR has been taking the additional step of pruning their list of approved appraisers for those they feel have excessively missed deadlines or are consistently late, explains Anabi. Other lenders are seeing large problems emerging because the HECAM program's collateral risk assessment, and that may result in the need for a second property appraisal opinion. The number of second appraisals required is much higher than what some others are seeing, said Rich Pinnell, reverse mortgage originator with primary residential mortgage in Redding, California. In Northern California, I've been running well in excess of 50% of my loans, receiving a notice of second appraisal. In terms of the material impact on the property value between the first and the second Pinnell reports, the difference appears to be Very minor, mostly in anecdotal cases. And he also says in some cases, the second appraisal is actually coming in higher than the first. Some in the appraisal community attribute much of this challenge descending from one factor. Simply, there are not enough appraisers available to meet the demands of a highly active housing market. Omar Anabi with NCAR Mortgage had one very interesting idea, telling Reverse Mortgage Daily, because the location is one of the most important aspects of a home's value, borrowers should have a choice to waive the appraisal requirement, but receive a lower principal limit as a result of that choice, saying that automated valuation models or AVMs and tools like Zillow or Redfin can accurately predict a home's value within a fairly narrow range. As a result, borrowers should have the ability to waive the appraisal in exchange for accepting a lower principal limit to offset the risk, and that may help many borrowers without having a big impact on the mutual mortgage insurance fund. And we welcome back once again, John McHugh with Reverse Market Insight, which tracks our industry trends and analytics. We're gonna be looking at the July endorsement data. That's a little bit different than our top 100 report. John, thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks, Shannon. As a reminder to all of our listeners out there, the data we'll be looking at comes from the most recent detailed HUD endorsement data, which is for July of 2021. With that said, endorsements rose 2.8% in July to 4,276 loans, and retail bounced back after their poor June numbers rising 5.9%. Wholesale on the other hand dipped 1.7% from June. Lenders fared better this month as well with 6 of the top 10 increasing in volume. In fact, RMF jumped 55.8% to 642 loans for the second highest volume behind AAG. Not only is RMF number 2 in total volume for July, but they are also currently number two on the wholesale lender side year to date behind Finance of America Reverse and just 15 loans ahead of Longbridge right now. With a little less than half the year left, who will finish in that number two wholesale spot? It is neck and neck at the moment in anyone's guess. Regardless of who finishes in that spot, they're both having a terrific year. Definitely a lot of big news for July, but tune in next month to see what happens in August. I'll give you a hint though. Everyone went on vacation, I think.
0: If you're enjoying our broadcast, be sure to thank the sponsor of this show, Open Mortgage, where better is possible. Click on the banner on this page or visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. And in our last segment, U.S. existing home sales fell for the first time in over a year, reports betterdwelling.com. U.S. home buyers are busy with purchases, but there are fewer present than just a few months ago and data shows that home sales fell short in August, and price growth, most importantly, is beginning to slow. The Seasonally Adjusted Annual Rate, or SAAR, of existing home sales reached 5.88 million in August. That represents a decline of 2% from the month before and a drop of 1.5% compared to last year. That annual drop is the first seen in over 14 months. Now, the inventory of unsold homes fell to 1.29 million at the end of August, and that's down from one and a half percent from the previous month. So inventory is still incredibly tight, but the median home price is actually edging just a little bit lower from the previous month, but still retained much of its gains in the last 14 months or I would say in the last year and a half. The unadjusted median home sale price reached $356,700 in the U.S. in August, and that's down 0.77% from a month before. And compared to a year ago, prices are still 14.6% higher and just 1.68% lower than this year's previous peak in June. We expect to see existing home sales to mostly move sideways, over the rest of 2021, as the market contends with a familiar mix of headwinds and tailwinds, said Nancy Vandenhouten, an economist with Oxford Economics. Also adding, strong demand and still low mortgage rates will support home sales, but limited inventory and prices that have priced out many buyers will counter those positive forces. And I have to say, I am seeing price reductions. Yes, price reductions here in Northern California. And I'm also seeing what's been reported in other parts of the country. The number of days that a home is listed for sale is increasing. Folks, we may be seeing the beginnings of a cooling housing market. It's about time. And that concludes another episode of Heckam World Weekly. If you're on an Apple device, you can also listen and subscribe on iTunes. If you have not visited HeckamWorld.com, be sure to go there. Not only can you find this podcast, but also our weekly video commentary analysis, weekly blog articles, and our monthly Top 100 Heckam Lenders report. Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next week.